morning and good evening for all of you listening worldwide to the Successful Woman Radio Show. I am so happy that you are here. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Ladies, I'm so excited that you are here with me today. Um, We've got a wonderful show lineup for you. Um, We've got the five questions of business leadership. Of course, we ask these questions every single Monday because we want you to build it as a habit to help develop your leadership and CEO skills. And, of course, three ways to get your business started your, your business strategy started for the new year. We're going to talk about that. You're going to hear about our new event coming up for strategic planning coming up on November 5th, so I'm going to let you know a little bit about that. And, of course, I'm going to definitely be giving you a book excerpt from The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Now, if you haven't picked up your copy, you know, I share with you guys all the time that one of the things that really helped me to get to know myself, how I function, um, why I do what I do, really was me learning and understanding all about the power of the subconscious mind, understanding um, how it works along with your conscious mind, which is where you think and do everything how that actually works so that you can learn to embed positive things, positive thoughts. You can learn to manifest the things that you want in life. You can learn to be even more successful understanding how you function from a mindset perspective. So, again, if you haven't added the power of your subconscious mind to your success library, this is a great time to actually do so. And also, you know, if you want to bless the life of other uh, women who are asking you questions about business and how are you doing with yours and that kind of thing, share this book title with them because it really is something that I think every woman needs to be aware of as far as how her subconscious mind and her conscious mind work together to literally Um, set the path for her entire life. And so this is very, very important. Well, here we are in the third week of October for the year 2022. And of course, this year is really trying to push its way out, right? Uh, And so again, as you are deciding on your goals, deciding on everything that you want to do for the new year for 2023, This is an important time frame for you. There's a lot going on. Not only do we have the holiday season upon us, and you should have come up with some type of holiday strategy that you want to use for your business this holiday season, it is also a time for evaluation and strategic planning. So we'll definitely get into that as well. Um, Right now, we're going to go ahead and move right on into the five new questions of leadership We're going to look at those five questions, and I am going to then highlight one of these questions to talk a little bit about. So let's get started. Question number one is, what's your functionality today? You know, you have to decide on whether you're going to be, A, a procrastinator or be an action taker. And this is something that you have to ask yourself every single day as you are moving about preparing and planning your business. 
you have to look at what mode you're in. This is the only way you will be able to break habits of procrastination and stalling and all of that stuff. That stuff. So you have to hopefully choose that you want to become an action taker, right? You know, one of the things that I know about action taking is that you don't have to be alone to be an action taker. You don't have to do everything yourself. You just have to make a commitment to get things started and really know what the course of action is going to be in order for you to accomplish a particular goal, a set of tasks, or a project. So very important. Number two, are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? And as you know, when you're the CEO of your business, you think differently than you think when you are the laborer of your business, right? So you have to ask yourself, you know, a lot about sales, your goals, where you're headed. You have to know a lot about your bookkeeping system, your cash flow, your balance sheet. All those things are very, very important. So this question, are you on target with your sales and profit goals, will only make sense to you if you have a system in place that has already been recording your sales, you know what's being deposited into the bank, and you have already set a sales goal, right? And so let that be kind of like a tip for you to know that if you don't um, have these things in place, then these are things that you have to consider urgent. You have to get these things in place. Here's number three. What offers do you need to create to reach your sales and your profit goals? See, this has a lot to do about the workflow, the follow-up, or the pipeline of selling, which is very, very important, right? One of the things that's so very, very key that I have learned is that it doesn't make sense to put something out there, an announcement, a new service, a new product, but you don't have everything in place to support it. And what that means is that if you come up with a new service, a new business idea, a new event, a new anything, there always has to be a funnel, better known as a pipeline or a workflow. There always has to be a funnel system to support whatever it is that you are trying to relay to your prospective customer or client. If you just create the, the end result of what you want them to get to without helping them to get to it, it's not going to work. So having a system in place is, is vital, right? So when you have uh, anything such as a new service, a new product, or, or an existing service or product, it's important for you to look at how can I pique the interest of these individuals that may be interested in what I have. Oh, I know. I'll create a free offer or give them something of value to show them um, how they might be able to take advantage of what I have to offer them. And then you make a decision of what is that free offer going to be? What, what can it be? It should be something relevant, right, to the end result that you're seeking. And that's very, very important. Here's number four. Is your marketing strategy in place? Oh, this is such a this topic are, is really making women feel some kind of way about a marketing strategy because women oftentimes get more excited about all of the bells and whistles and all of the other things that they get to do within their business, 
But when it comes time to working on our business, sometimes that marketing piece can can be intimidating. You know, you're not quite sure of where you should actually get started at with the marketing strategy. But here's the thing that you need to understand. Without a really well-thought-out marketing strategy that not only you can hold yourself accountable to, that you can tweak, rewrite, or, or find out where the problem is if it's not working all the way, the only way that's going to happen is if one is actually written, if one is actually done. And at the core of your marketing strategy, it's always going to be you knowing your target audience. Who is your target client or customer? You know, have you built out a character profile for them, meaning, you know, how old are they or what is the age range? What is um, their income bracket? You know, where do they hang out at? What are they normally like? If, uh, build out that character profile so that you are able to then target and go after individuals fitting that profile. So it always begins with with understanding that target customer or client, right? And this is the one thing that I think a lot of businesswomen have a hard time of understanding. I I think overall, I was recently in a um, kind of like a symposium of business consultants, and we were all talking about what is the one thing in marketing that Many small business re- businesses really have a hiccup with, meaning they, they really have a problem with it. And the issue had to do with finding your target audience or really understanding what your target audience is. So I thought for just a few minutes, I'm going to slow it down right here, and I'm going to share with you about finding your target audience. You know, you've got to understand it. The first thing I want to say I want to preface by saying that no one really, with 100% without a doubt, knows their target audience. Everybody is really taking an educated guess on their target audience, right? Because you truly won't know until you really get into the midstream of marketing and seeing how people are actually responding. And once you start tweaking your marketing strategy, you know, you will begin to find the people that seem to purchase your products or services and the people that don't. So one of the things you have to understand is don't allow yourself to be intimidated or feel overwhelmed about you not knowing the exact target client or customer, okay? Because everybody, everybody in the industry, no matter how small or big, everybody in in the business world has to start somewhere. So first, you actually kind of start with yourself right? If you haven't really, if you still feel like you have a big question mark when it comes to understanding your target customer or client, start with yourself, okay? Um, And when you start with yourself, you know that you decided to offer that service or that product because it was something that um, triggered you. It was something that you uh, developed a passion for to help others with. And so, therefore, start with yourself because you are a target customer or client. You, You may fit the profile for individuals who need your service or your product. And if that's the case, start with yourself. Age range, you know, female, you know, um, what do you like? 
um, you know, what are the pain points regarding this particular topic or or what have you, or uh, how does the product make you feel, or when would you need this particular product? You know, build that out. What what is your income bracket to be able to afford um, these particular services or products that you offer? So you are sometimes you are starting with your Another thing that helps as well is that if you feel that you have friends or associates who may fit your target audience profile, then you might consider doing what I call an unofficial focus group, okay? A focus group is where you gather, you know, five to seven people in a group and you're going to create a focus group questionnaire where you ask them particular questions in relevance to your service or your product, you know, such as, you know, you're going to create, let's say you're going to create a landing page um, and then you're going to drive them to the landing page and then they're going to read all about your service or your product and then they're going to come on a virtual call or a Zoom call and you're going to be asking them questions about, um, you know, did you like the uh, the product? Was that something that you need? Um, did, it, did the benefits of having this particular product or service, is it something that met your needs? Did it make you want to have it? What would have made you want to buy it or retain the services for it? So you can do an unofficial focus group. You can do a questionnaire um, and work with people who you feel have met the criteria for your your target audience, right? You you can do that, and you can ask specific questions. Now, in the beginning, I said unofficial focus group because most of the time, in an official focus group where you hire a marketing company to conduct a focus study for you, oftentimes you are not going to be included. They won't allow you to sit in the room. Um, the reason being because they want the individuals to feel extremely comfortable in sharing what they feel. And sometimes when the owner is there, especially women, they don't want to hurt the owners, the feelings. They don't want to say how they feel. So it helps not to have the owner actually there. So even if you're doing an unofficial focus group, you know, you still may want to have a marketing consultant to conduct that focus group for you um, to see. And prior to it happening, usually, you know, the marketing consultant will sit with you and they will go over relevant questions and different things um, uh, to ask to make sure that you are getting the answers you need to fine-tune your landing page or to fine-tune your description of your services and how uh, you're going to ro- actually roll it out. And when you don't do that and, and you, you, know, you just want to gather some friends together, you also want to preface the focus group meeting by just saying, guys, you know, it's not going to hurt my feelings. If you don't like the graphics, if you don't like the colors, if you, uh, if you don't like how it, it made you feel when you were reading the description or you're not, you're not liking the fragrance of the product, it's okay, guys, because I need you to be truthful with me so that I can fine-tune this and make sure that I am providing quality to those people that need it. And that's what you're looking for. You know, so, again, you can preface with that kind of statement as you are opening up and doing a focus group. Focus groups actually is, is 
It can last anywhere between an hour to two hours. And you really want to give uh, people the opportunity to express themselves, but sometimes you also want to make sure you give them you know, direct questions that they will need to ask, you know, like which color did you like, where they will check it off, uh, if it's regarding a logo or colors you're using in the description of what have you. So there's some planning there involved, but it's a way for you to really fine-tune uh, the first layer of knowing your target audience, okay? And when you don't do a focus group, when you, if you choose not to do a focus group, you can still keep it simple and use yourself as a model and move from there um, and then create a landing page, create a funnel system of what happens from the time uh, they click on a link to learn about the service or product until they purchase it, what's supposed to happen. But you've got to square Okay, you've got to start somewhere. And I think this is where a lot of business women really get stuck at is, is really trying to identify that target client or customer. And I think one of the problems has been in the past in many books that you may buy and read, they give you the textbook uh, system of what you should ask and the questions you need to answer in regards to the target customer client, but they don't really talk enough about finding the actual customer client. How do you start from scratch? How do you actually build that out? Well, that's because it is one of those challenges where a lot of small business owners and not even marketing consultants really get understanding um, the target customer, the target audience. And so, again, I just say don't overwhelm yourself. If you are still unsure, start with yourself because there is a reason why you are attracted to the topic of what you provide or attracted to the product that you use yourself, right? That's very, very important, Okay. Um, and so I slowed down there a little bit, and hopefully you guys are taking notes. Hopefully this is helping you to understand the actual importance there of having a marketing strategy, of understanding your target audience, your target customer, um, because you've got to start somewhere so that you can start measuring and being able to hold yourself accountable, tweaking that marketing plan until you get it to where you need it to be, okay? Very, very important. Last but not least, and the five new questions of leadership is on a scale of one to ten, What's your belief level? This question, I think out of all of the questions, this question means a lot to me. Uh, it really taps into the heart of understanding your business, right? Because your belief level is directly tied into your actions. It surely is. And so when you ask this question, you have to be uh, honest. You have to have what I call heart truth. Part truth is when to thy own self you're going to be as truthful as you possibly can in answering this, right? The scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being the least, it means where do you think your belief level is? Now, here's a test. If you're taking action then and you're saying that your belief level is at a 7, 8, 9, or 10, that really means that you should see goals being accomplished and your to-do items marked complete on your checklist. 
okay? That's what that actually means. And if not, if you're not seeing those things, that's really proof to you that your belief level is not where it needs to be. We all believe and want to be successful. We all believe that we have the ability to be successful. But what level of belief do you need to get yourself to that point? to that point to where it is compelling you to take swift and immediate action. Well, that level of belief is called unshakable faith. And that word unshakable is there for a reason. It means that nothing can move you away from doing that which you have purpose to do and you know it is what your desire is. You know that it is what you need to be doing. And therefore, you are going to not only take actions yourself, but you are going to use a power team of talented individuals and professionals to help you get to where you need to be. Your belief level is deeply rooted, and that's what unshakable faith is, that that level of belief that's so deeply rooted within you that it absolutely compels you to take swift and immediate action on all that you dream, on all that you desire, on all that you purpose. And when you have that level of belief, you're going to know it without a doubt. Why? Because you're completely taking action and you have stepped up into your leadership CEO role and you already know that you can't do everything on your own. So you're going to find those individuals that have the talent to get you where you need to be. I wanted to say that is the greatest capacity of a CEO, of, an, of a leader, when they have the ability to step aside and realize that they can't be everything to everybody and you've got to allow other people to help you. When you build that power team like that, oh, my gosh, you will see yourself grow exponentially. You will 10x your business before you know it, and that is very, very key, my friends, so very, very important. It's 22 minutes after the hour of 12. I want to say hello, hello to all of you queens that have joined me on the show today. I am so excited that you are here. You are listening to no other than Successful Woman Radio. And for all of those who are new to the show, I want to just say that Successful Woman Radio is so glad that you are a listener. And we want you to come back every single Monday at 12 noon Eastern time as we give you that information that you will be able to put to use. So very, very important. Successful Woman Radio is all about bringing you the motivation, the inspiration, the encouragement you need to generate the income that you desire. That's right. We want to help you focus on the money. We want to help you to understand the importance of being the CEO working on your business and not always in your business to the point that you see where you need to grow your business. You, it's difficult for you to even keep your mind in the CEO role. And I know that that can be a very, very challenging thing. So again, I want to welcome all of you. Make sure you go ahead and mark on your calendar for 12 noon Eastern time on Mondays. We are always here, even if it's a holiday. I have did the radio show on a Valentine's Day, 4th of July. I've, I've did it on uh, 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 Christmas Day. I did it on New Year's Day. You know, my commitment, 
my commitment is beyond 100% when it comes to making sure that you have information that you will be able to put to use. And so that is why Successful Woman Radio is here. And we have been broadcasting live every Monday at 12 now for almost 13 years. So very, very excited. By the way, Successful Woman Radio is a flagship uh, radio show for Women About Biz. And so definitely make sure you go over to our main website, womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net. And there you will be able to join uh, as a free member, and that's where we want you to start out at. So join as a free member, and that will allow you the opportunity to get to know us, to know our values and how we can help you with starting or growing your business, and uh, make sure you make sure that you do that, okay? And that will also give you access to our wonderful how-to articles as well. I want to make sure all of you guys have marked your calendars for Her Business Strategy, the working session, coming up on Saturday, November 5th um, from 10 to 1 p.m. Now, listen up. This is a working strategy. This is a – you can keep your pajamas on and just get your notepad out or your computer and your your, uh, binder. Uh, And this is a working session that is truly going to help you. I want to just give you a description of this particular working session, what it's all about, and, and let you know who should be attending this. Did you know that business owners that prepare their business strategy see a 20 to 30% growth in their business? Well, that is because the foundation of achieving your business goals is to create a roadmap to help you get there, and that's just what a business strategy does, right? So this incredible day is meant to give you aha moments, clarity, growth attitude, and it is there for you to start the process of planning and writing out your business strategy. You won't get it done in that one day, okay? But it's a working session, and I will be conducting the working session myself Um, If anybody has questions or need to quickly talk about it and you don't necessarily want to share it in the open group, then I can give you, uh, take you to a side room in Zoom and we can quickly discuss it. Um, And, you know, it's going to be a wonderful half-day working session. Here's some of the things that we'll be talking about, developing a strategy mindset, your strategy outline. You'll be getting a copy of that. Evaluating your business for improvements. We'll be talking about that. Declaring your business vision. You know, what that's, what that's all about. Setting your business goals. Setting tasks to support your goal. How does that process, that hierarchy system work to help you get things done quickly? Developing that marketing strategy, right? How do you create that funnel system? Using a power team to get things done and creating an accountability system. So here's here's what I'm excited about and how this is actually going to help you, right? How this is actually going to help you is that I am going to walk you through an example business to show you how they developed their vision, their goals, 
and then they went on to figure out what they needed to do with their marketing strategy and their funnel system, right, and determined what were some of the improvements that needed to be made in the business. And once they were able to do that, they were then able to go and set goals for what they needed to get done and choose a power team of people to assist them in getting it done quickly, right? You know, one of the things that that women have a tendency to get overwhelmed in as well as when planning for their business is that we think we're supposed to do everything again. That's that mother. Um, I think that's that that babying our business and that mother nurturing feeling that we have a tendency to feel that nobody else can take care of the baby, which in this in, in this instance is our business. But we have to let go and let the baby grow up, right? And we have to let professionals who know what they know do it um, because it can help us to shorten our learning curve and help us to focus on what we do the best as business owners, right? So very, very important. Now, you should attend this particular working session, again, on Saturday, November 5th, if you're needing to set your business goals, take action on your strategy, you want to receive coaching and guidance, and you want to be in a working session where other positive business women are working on their strategies too, right? And you're ready to get serious about increasing your sales. You're ready to you're ready to really get better structure. Well, if that's you, then you need to be a part of the Her Business Strategy working session again on Saturday, November November fifth. 2022. Now, this is by invitation only, and as you ladies know, when you listen to the Successful Woman radio show, oftentimes you're going to be hearing things firsthand and getting information um, out of your loyalty to listening to the show. You're going to be getting it firsthand, and, and so I'm able to invite you um, to a lot of things that others don't necessarily get invited to. The members get invited, but other people don't always get invited unless you listen to the Successful Woman radio show, you get you are in on the know, okay? So whatever you had going, this is what I want to say. If you have something to do on Saturday, November 5th, but you have not worked on your business strategy, I would really encourage you to think hard on on canceling that and working on your strategy that half day, okay? Because we have to learn to sacrifice for the business. We, you know, we, we don't need to go in the first quarter not being prepared for exactly what it is we need to be doing. We want to feel good and know that, hey, I've got everything ready. I've got my New Year's greeting to my customers. I've got my customers' referral incentives ready. I've, I've got my first services, my flagship service that I'm going to be promoting during the first quarter. Uh, I know what I'm going to be doing social media-wise. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm realizing what I need to do video-wise. I understand that. So, again, if you don't have that ready, my question is, when is it going to get ready, baby? You've got to really put on your big girl panties and know you can't say yes to every good thing. Sometimes you have to turn down things and, in order to make way for something that means a very big thing to you. So that should be your business. And I, I am taking the time 
um, on Saturday, November 5th. I had something scheduled, but I said I'm going to cancel that and really give it to the the women um, business owners and my listeners at Successful Woman Radio because a lot of people just aren't working on their strategy, and I know what it's going to feel like come the first quarter, first, you know, January. I know what it's going to feel like to be, you know, running like a chicken trying to pull something together, but you don't have it structured in a way that it's actually going to work out on your behalf, right? And so, again, this is a very pivotal day, November 5th, and so I'm encouraging you to mark that on your calendar. And um, we are actually, we had hoped to have the registration page up. We've been having some technical issues with our site, um, but the registration page, I can see it, it, it has been created. So it should be up within the next hour or two. So I'm encouraging you um, to go ahead and check. I would say at least by 1.32 o'clock, go ahead and check and get yourself registered. We are only opening this up to 20 people because I want to make sure I am able to answer questions, give of myself as much as I can to help you take some really good notes and prepare an outline, a strategy outline, and a a task list of what needs to happen. So again, if this is something that you are interested in, if you know you need to be working on your business strategy, if you're ready to take your belief level up to that unshakable faith where you are compelled to take that action, if you're ready to go there, girl, I'm ready to help you get there. Okay, I know what I'm talking about, not just from textbook sense, but from from tried and true on my own. I know what it feels like to have failed. I have failed in certain business aspects. I have been successful in certain business aspects. And I can certainly tell you that when you prepare, when you make some things happen, and when you take swift and immediate action on things, that's when you will begin to see the changes. So the change has to happen in you first with the commitment and the willingness, right, to increase your faith in yourself and knowing that you as the CEO of your business need to be working on your business, right, and not always in it. So, again, mark your calendar, November 5th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. This is going to be uh, via a Zoom. You will need to be in a quiet space and an quiet space and environment, you will, um, you know, keep your pajamas on if you want to. It doesn't matter, right? Um, this is a true working session, and I know that it is going to help you to get you where you need to be as far as the strategy is concerned. Now, again, I want to have a disclaimer. This, you do not walk away with a complete strategy. What you walk away with is um, you walk away with understanding how to define your vision. You walk away with setting your business goals, right? And then I'm going to show you how to set your task. I'm going to provide you with worksheets, a sample strategy. I'm going to, that's one of the first things that I do is I'm going to show you a fictitious business. I'm going to show you how that business starts to plan its strategy, what that strategy looks like. You're even going to get a copy of it, okay? So I'm really going to go all out helping you on this day. So if you haven't developed your business strategy for 2023, and here we are, um, you know, two and a half months out from the new year, then I strongly advise you to register for this. And again, the registration form is indeed coming up. And you will be able to see that because it's going to be all over the website. The front page will show it, the link uh, for it as well. 
I am so excited that all of you are here. It is 12.35 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm excited that you are here with me today, and I'm also excited that a lot of people have been connecting with me via text and email um, and sharing that they are really enjoying the topics that we have for this month. Now, as many of you know who've been listening, our overall theme for this month is expectation versus reality, right? Uh, and it has a lot to do with the fact that as we fastly approach the holiday season, how important it is to be evaluating and setting our goals so that we actually get the results that we are seeking, right? But we all have to really be realistic in knowing that without structure, without that action, without implementation, what we expect and the results that we actually experience may not be the same. Why? It's because action and structure have everything to do with you getting the results you're seeking. And that is the one weak area that a lot of business women have, right? We're good at talking. We're good at saying what we want. We're good at dreaming about what we want. But when it comes time to really taking the action to get us there, sometimes we just get overwhelmed. And when we get overwhelmed, we procrastinate. And then that can lead on to days, weeks, months, or years. Yes, I know. I know I've talked to too many people that it happens to. So we thought that this month our theme would really be talking about and giving you um, information on how to not only have expectations, but how to also take the, re- the actions you need to take to actually get you there. And so I'm very grateful um, that many of you have been sticking with us we, for a very long time. A lot of you started out uh, on the first Monday of October for this new new topic and theme, and you have been moving right along with us, and I want to thank you for that. Um, and so today I have a new topic in, as it relates to the overall theme uh, that we are talking about, and that is investors versus business loans versus bootstrapping, okay? So many businesswomen definitely need cash uh, when it comes to operating their business. You know, they need money. But what is the best way to go about getting the money, okay? You know that there are some things that you need to be doing for the new year. Many of you have shared you want to really get a virtual assistant service. You really want to, um, you really want to also get a good graphic designer. You want someone to help you with your social media. You have all of these needs, and you're like, but I don't have the money to pay all of the different professionals that I really need to put my power team together. I'm willing to get a loan um, because I do have an income, but I, I don't know which way to go with getting the loan. Which way should I go, okay? And so, again, a lot of uh, businesswomen right now are having to make that decision, So I want to just cover our topic, our subtopic today. Again, investors versus business loans versus bootstrapping, which is which, and what do you know? I'm also going to give you guys a few resources to turn to as well. Now, here's the thing. A major aspect of starting your business is to consider the resources that are available to you, um, especially as you look at getting a business loan, because there are some people out there that are getting business loans, but the business loans are charging them 
you know, 27, 30%. Um, that's a lot of money. And then I know a lot of business women who are bringing in money in their business consistently every month, and they are getting what's called a factoring loan, okay? And that is a percent, you know, they get a loan based on the amount of money they're, they are bringing in, and then they are factoring it out, um, and then they are pulling the money right out of their checking account every week. Trust me, been there, done that. It's horrible. You do not want to do that. So I really wanted to give you guys some overall information and food for thought when it comes to looking at the difference between the three types of loans that people can explore, investors, business loan, and bootstrapping. So let's, let's define what an investor is. An investor is a person or company who funds or buys into shares of another company expecting to gain profits on the initial investment in the long run, right? So Cousin Shirley has some expendable cash, and she's always told you, hey, girl, come to me. If you ever are looking for someone to invest, come and talk to me. And so you decide you want to go to Cousin Shirley uh, to discuss getting a loan from her and her being an investor. Now, the thing you need to know about an investor is that there are different ways you can set that set up that set up someone giving you money and investing in your business. The the investor is different than someone who's a lender because they may invest in your business and not expect a for five years, it's just depending on how they are investing. But then some investors want to also invest as a lender, meaning they want a certain percentage or return. So if Cousin Shirley says, I can loan you 10000 now how much am I going to get back on top of the $10,000 that you owe me, right? So then you may say to Cousin Shirley, if you let me hold the money for two years, I can guarantee you a 30% return on your investment. That means, you know, Cousin Shirley would get 3000 on top of that ten. If Cousin Shirley lets you hold the 10000 for one year, you may decide I can give you 10% or 15% back, right, of your investment return. Or if you let me hold it for two years, I can give you 15% back. So you make a decision. You have to make a decision. Uh, in an investor proposal to Shirley, to Cousin Shirley, of what you are going to give her in exchange for her investing that $10,000, okay? That's very important. Some investors, uh, however, can become very aggressive, and they may want to not only invest in your company, but they may want what's called a stake in your company. They may want ownership, Okay. And those type of investors are willing to put a much larger substantial. So if Cousin Shirley were to say, hey, I can put um, $50,000 into your business, but I want 30% ownership and I want a 30% return. So again, these are all the things that you have to look at. The one thing I do want to say is that whenever you are looking at preparing a proposal um, for an investor, they're always going to want to see a business plan. They're always going to want to know how much money you are investing in your own company, and don't forget, sweat equity does uh, co- does account 
for investment as well, right? Um, sweat equity means the time that you're using to run the business, to actually service the customers or the clients. Um, and so, again, sweat equity does count, but they often want to see monetarily how, what are you putting in as well, okay? Um, and so I recommend that if you are looking at going the investor route because you do have someone who's willing to invest, uh, or you have, you know, or you want to put it in front of potential investors, then the first place to get started on is that you need a business plan. Okay, a business plan that's going to have a balance sheet. It's going to have those financials, which is when you need to talk with an accountant. Okay, someone who can specialize and help you with those numbers to determine whether or not you really are ready for someone to invest in your business. Okay, very, very important. And remember, investors are looking at your investor proposal to them. They can come back to you and counter offer, but it starts with you really giving them an investor proposal and letting them know what terms you are willing to do. So that just depends on what you get advice from your business consultant and your accountant. That just depends on what you are doing. And certainly um, what you want to look at is like, you know, if you have a business that you feel when you look at the numbers is only going to yield you, you know, um, two to $3,000 a month um, and over a period of 12 months, $36,000 for the year, you know, then you're not looking for big investments. You're looking for investments that might be anywhere from five to $15,000, right? Um, and that's when you actually may want to think of looking at ways you can bootstrap it. And we'll talk about bootstrapping it in a little bit, okay? But when you're looking for larger sums, you're looking for larger sums of money. And this happens often in the tech industry, especially, or if you're in a service industry where there is going to be high commissions, high returns, then this is something that you may want to look at as far as an investor is concerned. But then you also have, you know, family and friends that may want to um, invest and they are looking at Smaller investment, five hundred dollars, uh, you know, or what have you, and for a, a smaller percentage. Either way, it's it's important for you to understand that you'll need to do a business plan, an executive business plan first, okay? And um, definitely, if this is something that you're wanting to do because you you know, you've been thinking about having someone invest in your business, then we can talk about it a little bit further, okay? Also, you definitely want to go on YouTube and look at some episodes of Shark Tank, okay? Because we can all learn a lot from looking at how they're willing and dealing on Shark Tank with investors, investing in other people's businesses. And they'd be asking for, in my opinion, they they be asking for a lot, okay? They're asking, some of them are asking for like 50% ownership or uh, 30% ownership for a little bit of money. And, um, and sometimes the owners will take it, and I'm very surprised because it's like you're asking for such a little bit. And I think they get caught up in the celebrityism of the Shark Tank panel, but mm, I don't know. So, I, you know, again, I definitely would advise you to go look at some episodes of Shark Tank on um, definitely on YouTube because there are a lot of them are there. But just to get yourself acclimated and looking at, 
the comments and the feedback they're giving the business owners, which are invaluable for you to be able to tweak and improve your investor proposal, right? So that's something that you want to take a look at. The next form of getting some money for your business might be a business loan, which is more traditional. Um, And there are just so many different types of business loans that are out there. Of course, I can't cover all of them, but let's, let's, Let's define first what a business loan is. A business loan is money borrowed from a financial institution to provide resources to start your business. So in exchange, you agree to repay the institution over time with added interest and any fees that may apply. So um, interest rates apply here for business loans, right? And first of all, when you are a small business and you don't have business credit, then you're talking about using your own personal credit score to actually get business, right? And you're going to need a personal credit score of uh, anywhere between 680 and 720 to get a business loan, but it's not only the credit score that counts. They're also going to be looking at your debt-to-cash ratio, right? They're going to be asking for checking statements, um, And if your business is already bringing in money, they're going to be asking for a balance sheet and also checking statements from your business account as well. And then they're going to be looking for you to personally guarantee it, again, with your own personal credit. And um, the the, business on on that side, you will need to have some type of income coming in. Usually it's going to be employment or what have you, but again, uh, as you look at getting a business loan or a personal loan, um, you should know that your personal credit is going to take place here. Now, a solution to that, a solution to that, again, I bring up bootstrapping because we're going to cover bootstrapping in a minute. A solution to that would be to, if you do get a personal loan, Um, A solution to that would be to look at companies that specialize in giving personal loans for the purpose of business, right? And so the interest rates are usually a little bit lower on that. I do want to give you guys one company um, that I like. I like the way they function. I like the way they work. Um, And the company is called Ace. And I'm going to actually put up, um, the link on this on the website, but I'm going to give it to you and call it out right now. Ace, A-C-E, Ace Loans with an S, aceloans.org. Again, aceloans.org. Okay, they provide business loans for small business owners for $50,000 and under, okay? Um, and so, of course, they're going to be asking for documentation of the business itself. Um, and they're going to they're gonna talk to you about the pre-qualifications of how to get pre-qualified for a loan. Um, but they do specialize, a specialize in lending money mostly to business women. They do have a women's business center, and they do give pre-qualification virtual classes on getting a business loan. So I definitely want you to check out aceloans.org, okay? Aceloans.org. Check them out. Uh, if you are, if you feel that you're ready to apply, they do loans from fifty thousand dollars and under. Now, also in addition to that, um, you guys can check out uh, the sister site to Women About Biz, Royal Queen Financial. 
Royal Queen Financial. We do funding for um, business women, specifically those who are members of Women About Biz. And interest rates on personal loans can be as low as 5%. So that's really, really good interest rates. We do uh, personal loans for business expenses from anywhere from $10,000 to $500,000. And our qualifications are lower than most, but I'm going to read them out to you. It is six, you need a 650 plus credit score. You need to be earning a minimum of $27,000 annually with W-2 income. That means that you have employment and you make a minimum of 27000 and you get W-2s. And the other thing which um, is important is you need 50% or less in credit card utilization, right? So that means that when they're looking to approve your loan, you can't have, uh, you can't be spending over 50% of your credit card limits. If so, you'll have to get it down prior to applying for the loans. So at Women About Bids, what we do is we help to pre-qualify you for the loan um, so that you will be able to get the loan. And oftentimes, our lending rates are very, very um, reasonable and far below most banks and other lenders outside of the SBA. So again, that's there for you, and that's royalqueenfinancial.com. Again, royalqueenfinancial.com. That is the sister site to Women About Biz, and we do uh, personal funding and we do business funding as well. And again, and the other resource I gave you was aceloans.org. And certainly, we would like you to know that at Women About Biz, we um, set up our own financial side that just doesn't specialize in uh, loans and lending, but we also have credit empowerment programs showing you how to build business credit as well as your personal increasing your personal credit score. So definitely, definitely take a look at Royal Queen Financial. That's Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, Queen, Q-U-E-E-N, Financial, F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L. So definitely you want to take a look at that. So as we continue to look at um, information, again, for those of you that have just tuned in, the difference between investors, business loan, and bootstrapping, um, we are going to move on to bootstrapping, and then I'm going to go back and talk about each just for a few minutes. Bootstrapping refers to your ability um, to start the business with your own personal savings, other funds that you have acquired from family members or friends, money that you have acquired from your initial sales. Boot, that's bootstrapping it. Bootstrapping it means that you're figuring out some other ways that you can bring in some money. And oftentimes you're bootstrapping it so that you don't have to pay the actual money back. And so I think that's very, very important uh, when you are taking a look at ways to bring in income or what have you. Now, the one thing I can say about getting business loans or investors is that you should understand is that when you borrow money, it's going to take you a longer time sometimes to realize a profit in your business. And so you have to weigh whether or not you want to borrow the money and how long it's going to take you. And this is where cash flow projections come in because they can help you make better decisions. And certainly when you're talking about 
um, investing, having invest someone invest in your company or getting a business loan or what have you, you have to do a cash flow analysis. You have to have a projected cash flow. And so, again, you never, ever make decisions with a yes or a no without really taking educated risk and answering whether or not you want to do a business loan or have someone invest in your company. You're always going to base your answer 100% of the time on the numbers. Let the numbers tell you the truth, right? And those of you who have had a power talk with me or I've prepared a cash flow with you before, I know you're probably saying amen and amen again on this one. You never, when you're talking about numbers, you only, you only make decisions with numbers with numbers. Okay, very, very important for you to understand that. So as we move on into talking about bootstrapping and what it is, which is basically, you know, again, self-funding. You're personally funding it. Um, you're using your own money, your personal savings, or some funds that you have acquired in another way. Um, and there are so many ways you can bootstrap your own business, right? You can find the funding, okay? Uh, bootstrapping, the pros of bootstrapping is that it gives you greater control. Only you and uh, and a business partner, if you have one, will have a say in how to run your business. You know, um, ownership, nobody will have shares in your business but you. Uh, little to no debt repayment, right? Faster startup process if you have the cash readily available. Some of the cons with um, bootstrapping sometimes is slow growth because you may not have enough money. And if the turnover is not fast enough, it may cause uh, some glitches in funding in other areas of your business, right? You do take a risk. Any financial effects of your business will definitely impact you, right? Um, and that's one of the biggest things. And so sometimes if you're bootstrapping and you don't have enough money, you may have difficulty competing. If you're in an industry that's well-saturated, okay, um, you may have some issues because you need to compete on a higher level, okay? And so, again, those are just some of the cons with bootstrapping, but there are also many, many pros with bootstrapping. So with that said, I want to give you some ideas about ways that you may bootstrap and it does not interfere with the business, okay? So, again, now, if you have, um, if you have a 401K, and you say to yourself, well, I have a 401K that I've built up, and I have a few hundred thousand dollars in my 401K, and um, I am going to take, you know, 20000 or 30000 from my 401K, realizing that if I don't put it back within the year I borrow it, I may have to pay major double tax on that, but I'm going to loan the money to myself, and I may charge myself a 3% or a 2% interest rate. Um, so because I'm borrowing from my 401k, so therefore I may charge some interest, then you would have to run a spreadsheet to see, you know, what the monthly payment would be for your business over time if you're going to pay that back within a year. So you never want to take out as, um, from your 401k, but the amount uh, that you really need. Don't take out amount where you're going to just buy things that are unnecessary, Right. Um, the other type of bootstrapping um, is your savings account, right? Now, if you bootstrap from your savings account, I have an idea that I want to quickly share with you. Uh, what you would do is you would set up a separate account. And let's say you wanted to borrow $5,000 from yourself. You would set up a separate savings account, and you would put the $5,000 in 
a separate savings account. And then you would go and schedule an appointment with your banker. Now, that $5,000 needs to be seasoned in that account for at least 30 days. Okay, but after that 30 days, you would go in, sit with your banker and say that you want to take out a secure loan against your savings account of five thousand dollars. Right. And in the meantime, you create a contract between yourself and your business where the business is going to pay back three percent or five percent interest on a five thousand dollar loan. And then the business will be responsible for paying back the monthly payment. And usually the banker is going to ask you, well, how long do you want to take the $5,000 back? Do you want to take one year? Do you want to take two years? Uh, and you make that decision and let the banker know, right? In the meantime, the $5,000 that you have in your savings account um, is still accruing interest, be it small amounts of interest, but it's still accruing interest and um, you have secured it, and then as you begin to pay, it releases in the savings account, it releases that amount of money that you can actually go back and tap into as well. So that might be an idea for you of, from a bootstrapping standpoint. Another part of bootstrapping that I absolutely love as far as where am I going to get this other money from? It's through the world of passive income. Passive income is when you work on something, uh, and you're definitely going to put in time equity uh, to build something, but that's going to return. So, for example, you may decide to be an affiliate of something that is a, a high-end affiliate commissions, right? And then um, it pays you a commission for referring other people. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily um, take over your time that you need for your business, but you can be referring other people uh, and at the same time making a particular type of commission. So that's a good idea, right? Um, that's a, that is definitely a possibility, and there are all types of affiliate programs that are out there. However, I will tell you that, you know, Women About Biz has an affiliate program, and our affiliate program the um, model that we use, our goal is to help you make $10,000 monthly without actually having to pay any of the money back. And we show you how to do that. And, of course, uh, that program is through our Crown Ambassador membership. And anybody interested in that, you can, you know, just inquire and let us know, and we can show you how you can do that. But there are some other programs that are out there as well that you may be interested in that pay really good commission for referrals. So you do have to do some work, like maybe build a landing page and an uh, inquiry form and different things like that and be able to close the sale with people, um, but it pays you commission and then you're able to take that commission and use that uh, as a part. It's a slower way because it's going to bring in slower uh, to you, but at the same time, it can help you to cushion um, the funds that you actually have. So bootstrapping it can be a slow process, um, but, you know, it doesn't have to be. There's many ways that you can bootstrap. So if anyone's interested in learning, number one, how you can pre-qualify for a business loan, um, how you can boot better bootstrap to bring in some additional funds, let me know. Now, for those of you who are interested in saying, well, you know what, I have been looking for a part-time job 
um, to help fund my business, then I may be able to help you there as well because I know of many part-time jobs that will allow you to work virtually from home and be able to make anywhere between uh, $15 to $18 an hour. Uh, So, again, if that's something that you're interested in, definitely all you need to do for anybody who's interested in what we've been discussing today on the show, just go to womenaboutbiz.net and then uh, scroll down on the home page right below the header and you'll see schedule a power talk. And that's all you need to do is schedule a power talk and say in the comment section on the power talk form, you're interested in learning more how to bring in money through a loan or bootstrapping, uh, or you're interested in the affiliate program that I talked about, definitely uh, let me know, and I will provide that information to you. And, of course, if you're wanting to figure out how to pre-qualify yourself for a personal loan or a business loan, um, definitely we'll sit with you and help you to figure out if you pre-qualify, because you don't want anything to happen into your credit um, until you know for sure that you qualify and meet all of the criteria, okay? Very, very important. So there you have it. That's the show in its entirety today. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read to you an excerpt from The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, so I certainly will be doing that on next Monday. Make sure you mark your calendar for November 5th for the Her Business Strategy Working Session, and I look so forward to staying connected with all of you who are on the call today. Uh, Again, I wish you nothing but abundance, and I wish you nothing but true success in your business. Take care, everybody. Have a beautiful week.